Hi, welcome to Oddly Specific. This is Todd Matsunega, and this is... What's up? Chris Saracino. It is the week of April 25th, 2016, and... And let's go. All right, so this is, I guess, uh, volume one of this podcast, and... Uh... Yeah, well, technically, it's volume five, but we're going to do this George Lucas style. We're going to call this volume one. I guess this is the first... This is the first podcast, but we actually, this podcast is a year old. We've been doing these for a year, but we haven't actually done any in about 10 months. I'll I'll take full responsibility for that. Um, Fuck you, Todd. Yes, yes. No, it's, we, well, we, you know, we were kind of sussing things out. We did about three or four of these, and then we we were like, eh, we were refining it. Took us ten months to just sit on it for a while, and now we're starting this off officially again. Oddly specific, 2016 motherfuckers, and now we're gonna do this. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna talk about current events, uh, local stuff here in Ottawa, Canada. We're gonna fucking talk about sci-fi geekery. I'm fucking super stoked about Captain America: Civil War, May sixth. Fuck yes. I'm so excited. You know excited. I'm not going to watch that movie until it comes out. You on never movie. watch any movies. I'm I'm fucking watching this shit in Russian and on Hungarian on cams on all these fucking Swedish websites like a week or two days before the movie's released. And you don't see this. You didn't fucking see Age of Ultron until like three months after. It was almost on video for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is hilarious that we both just said, I'll wait until it's on video. Fuck. Let's bust out our beta, that, Betamax VHS. Uh, dude, listen, you're one of my best friends, but what the fuck? Why does it take you such a long time? Have you seen Deadpool yet? No. The fuck are you doing? Why are we recording this? You should be watching Deadpool right now. <laughs> this is going to be sort of a running theme. Um, I prefer to watch these movies in the comfort of my own home, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> like I, a fucking year late. <laughs> No, seriously, it's like you watch when you watch the Oscars. You're like, I haven't seen any of this shit. Like, no, well, I've seen a few of them. Like, I still haven't seen the Revenant. <laughs> I haven't seen the Revenant. Well, actually, I haven't seen the Revenant either. Really? No, but I mean, you know, it's pretty pretty well known what happens in that movie. Bear mauling. Bear mauling. Revenge. It's like kind of the Count of Monte Cristo in a forest in the Canadian wilderness, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, I don't really have a desire to see the Revenant, to be honest with you. Yeah, you know what? I don't think I, I do either. I think the it's it's too slow of a pace for me. I don't know. I don't know. I think Leonardo DiCaprio is a is a heavily overrated actor in my view. The his best moment was Critters Three. He was in Critters Three. I thought you knew this. No, he was fully in Critters Three. Okay, here's another thing that you should know about both Chris and I. <laughs> I am extremely gullible and naive. No, I'm not, but I'm not trying to pull one on you, man. He was genuinely, everybody listening to this, fucking download IMDb and look at the first, one of the first things in Leo DiCaprio's filmography. And I can assure you it's Critters 3. I guarantee you this is bullshit because at one point, at one point, Chris had me convinced that Duncan Sheik, the musical artist, had been decapitated. Tell him that story, Chris. I did. I told you that Duncan Sheik had been decapitated. And like it, the story changed every time. I was like, Chris, Duncan Sheik's alive. You're like, no, 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 man. He was getting out of a helicopter. and Or the next D- one was he <laughs> dropped a quarter on the road and bent over to pick it up and a car knocked his head off. Um, yeah. I, well, I, the only reason I said that is because I kind of secretly was hoping that he would be decapitated. I hate him so much. It's unbelievable. You're Here just... we go. I'm on IMDb. Not to change the subject. Critters 3. 
Now that you've alienated all Duncan Sheik fans. Fuck that. Who gives a shit? Can you, Todd, <laughs> confirm who's in the filmography? He's looking okay. at my iPhone Let's on see. IMDb. I see Nina Axelrod. And right beside her? Don Keith Opper. To the, the right. Fine, fuck Leonardo DiCaprio as Josh. Leo, Di- Leo DiCaprio was Josh in Critters 3, which ran an hour and 26 minutes long and was directed by Christine Peterson, who probably died or is, you know, teaching at UCLA or something like that. But this was one of his first movies. It received 4.2 out of 10 on Metacritic, <laughs> and it is beautifully rated at 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. Six? Six? Yeah, I watched this movie. It was actually awful. It was so bad. And, um, you know, it's good for shits and giggles when you think that Leo DiCaprio, arguably one of the most, arguably the, the most famous actor next to George Clooney or... <laughs> Was this before or after Growing Pains? I th- I believe it was after because I think Growing Pains is the late 80s, 88, 89. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about Growing Pains the other day because I I often kind of just mindlessly surf YouTube. I don't know if you do that or if anybody else does that. But I think that's a pretty common thing. No, but I really, I, like I can do that for three, four hours. Mm-hmm. Like my wife is always like, what are you doing? And I'm like, just YouTubing. And she's like, what is YouTubing? And it's like, I'm literally just cruising the internet. You know, you're I'll not just, cruising I'll, the internet. You're cruising one. Well, site. I'm cruising YouTube. Yeah, I'm I'm cruising the video internet. But uh, but anyway, I came across this this thing on Growing Pains where Sandy died. Remember Matthew Perry? Oh yes. Remember yes. when he was Carol's Carol, boyfriend? Yeah, yes, I do remember. And he that. fucking he got fucked up in a DUI. Yeah, and he was yeah. like totally fine. And she's like, "Are hey, you gonna be okay, Sandy?" Uh. Yeah, because she thought he was gonna be well, okay. He, at he first, was supposed right? to be because he was like lucid and not in a coma. Mm-hmm. And then. It was like this. This was like high drama. Yeah, it was back super then. drama. Because Mike then. comes home, and Mike is the first one to get the phone call that Sandy died. Oh yeah. And then the the you know what's his face the Joanna Kearns and Alan Thick, you know Mike Seaver and his wife or whatever. Anyway, the Seavers get home. Carol's with them. They're all like, oh yeah, he's gonna be okay. And then Mike's like, Carol, Sandy died, and she's like, no, 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 and they fucking died. That was, like that was kind of a <laughs> big deal. Well, that, that touched on a really sensitive topic because he died of a DUI. Yeah, that was kind of unheard of, you know. Like, like what? Were, like, think about it for a second. What were the most traumatic things that happened in '80s family sitcoms? All you got to do is look at any episode of Degrassi, man. I agree. With well, you. not I guess it wouldn't well, be a sitcom, right? I Degrassi really got like super, you know, NSFW. Yeah. With the movie with yeah. Tessa when Joey's Joey's fucking around with Tessa Campanelli, remember? Yes. For all the Degrassi people out there. But I'm talking about like, you know, you remember like the big ABC pillar sitcoms. Okay, like who's the boss? Just the ten of us, who's the boss? Yeah. Um, you know, uh what else? Uh we're talking about like prime time. Yeah, like perfect strangers, uh you know, and was Family Matters? No, that was the no Family was Matters. The 90s, was, wasn't no, it? no, Family Matters was uh, late eighties, nineties. Yeah, but that was also on ABC. ABC was like the big, it was almost like Disney. You know, like it, it was all about wholesome family bullshit. Like yeah. And, and anyway, what, but that's what I'm asking you is like, what what other crises has happened? And not really. There, there yeah, you're right. That was wasn't really. The, yeah, that, this was like it really went out on a ledge. You know, with Sandy dying. Did anyone know? else die on eighties? I'm trying to remember. Everybody listening, try to remember this. Anybody who's, you know, born between 1976 and 1982. If we had the budget for a Facebook page or Twitter account, you could send us a, a tweet or hit our Facebook well, page. Well, we we can do this. <laughs> but I'm, you know, anyway, I can't think of anything that was a 
a particular crisis. But you know what? Let's just change gears for a second because I'm actually still kind of upset about something that happened uh, last week, which okay. was Prince fucking died, man. Prince right. died. I agree. I agree we're going to get there, but may I just interject with one thing that's going to segue into this. What? So today I was at a, a lovely store in Ottawa called Fleet Sound. and um, Oh, weird. I was just talking about that yesterday, but okay. So I'm in there, and uh, I'm looking at some mic stands and checking things out. And there's, like, nothing compares to you was on the radio. So obviously there was a bit of a Prince shout-out going on in there. Mm-hmm. Only it was being sung by Chris Cornell. Oh, I heard about this. This was a viral video. It was. On the weekend. Yeah. How was it? Was it a good performance? I just, I don't know. Like, I I figure I'm confused as to what's going on at Chris Cornell roundtable discussions these days. Because, you know, here you had had these, like, this 90s icon, right? Like, lead singer of Soundgarden. Well, half a lead singer of Temple of the Dog, you know? And then all of a sudden he's like. Audio slave. He was an audio audio slave. slave. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Timbaland entered the picture. Yeah, that was weird. And now he's covering Prince songs. So I was just, I wanted to ask you, like, do you think those round table discussions are like Chris Cornell going like, I want to cover some Enya. And everyone just like a bunch of yes men sitting around him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, That's funny to think about that. Can you imagine Chris Cornell just, everybody just agrees with him all the time? Uh, well, that's what Can't I'm Can't touch this guy, isn't Sam? Well, I mean, this I didn't know that he had just recently done a tribute to Prince. Like, is that what that was from? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Cause I find he's one of these guys that just every once in, in a while people are like, Oh my God, have you heard Chris Cornell's cover of Ave Maria? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I, I think Chris Cornell, his best days were in the sound garden. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I, I didn't really like, you know, he's, he's done shit. Like I like knew that, about that Timbaland thing. And like, I find, I don't think he's yes, man. I think he's just one of these guys who has a lot of really bad ideas. Yeah, like he just think? sits around in his in his apartment or his house or whatever. Is like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna rap. <laughs> like he's, he's one of those kinds of guys. You know? Do you, anybody know anybody? You know anybody like that? Like yeah. I know a few people personally like that, where they just think they can do anything. So like, but they're awful at it. You're just you're giving me a visual right now of like Chris Cornell, dark room, bag of Cheetos. Yeah. And I'm ideas. gonna rap today. What? <laughs> I guess it's kind of like Michael Jordan golfing. Seriously, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, sure. I mean, you're an athlete, and technically, yeah, you can golf, but, like, you can't really professionally golf, you yeah. asshole. Like, just stick to basketball, you prick. <laughs> yeah. who, 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 what are you trying to prove here, you know? Like, so, that I mean, that's what made me think about Prince today. What about yeah. you? I don't know. Prince kind of did that sometimes, too. Yeah. Like, he was accused of, like, you know, kind of kind of going beyond the borders that he should have stayed inside of, namely with his movie career. Yeah, okay. You yeah. Know? But, you know, Purple Rain was a Purple Rain was a good movie. It wasn't a great movie. Did you find it interesting how much um people were talking about his uh guitar skill this past week? Uh yeah, but he was a, he was a shredder. Like he was, no, he an was incredible I, guitar. I player. will not take that away from him yeah. at all. He was an incredible guitarist, yeah. but uh, I I saw more articles about that. I mean, with musicianship anyway, I saw more articles about that than just his general musical genius. You know, he. Um, I'll say that yeah. about him. I, to be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of Prince, hmm. but I mean, how can you say you're not a fan of someone if you know so much of their catalog? Right? I you know what man, I wasn't a fan of Prince. I was I became a fan of Prince after a friend of mine kind of introduced me to him and it was weird. I don't know if this has ever happened to you before, if this has ever happened to anybody before, but 
Prince was kind of like, I've had like two or three like pivotal periods in my life. And Prince was there for like, that was the music I was listening to for one of them. So kind of forever has a, you know, kind of a, um, it's, it's a period that I identify. It's a, his music is identified with a period of my, in my life, you mm-hmm. know? And I kind of know everything about him because a friend of mine who you, you also know, um, you know, was just kind of talking to me about him all the time. So I just, I developed kind of this, this appreciation for Prince that then turned into me obsessively listening to a lot of his stuff. And well, you didn't even stop there, right? I mean, no, I was there. You were listening to like Wendy and Lisa, Wendy and Lisa. I was listening to Doyle Brommel. I was listening to Bobby Z Brownmark. So I Dr. Mean, Fink did a record. He, he was in the revolution too. That's what I mean. Just, just from this one guy, you just sort of branched oh, off. Yeah. this huge. And then I kind of weirdly developed an appreciation for the films that he did do, which are generally considered terrible. Like, well, actually, that brings something up too. Like from Wendy and Lisa, is that what put you in your whole Neil Finn? Yeah, because they produced a Neil Finn record. And uh, but you know, the other uh, last week I watched Under the Cherry Moon. Oh, was, I haven't seen that. Actually, I it's, I'm waiting for it to come out on video. I quite like it's been on video for 28 years, but uh, not a great movie, but. It's great because I love Prince, mm-hmm. uh, but that the album Parade, which was the album he did mm-hmm. for that, it was kind of like the the soundtrack to Under the Cherry Moon, uh, was really good. And then he did a variety of other awful movies. Like I actually, I learned something this week. Did you know that Prince was supposed to be Ruby Road in The Fifth Element? What? Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's here's what? another clincher. Okay, it's not a clincher. Here's another kicker. Wrong, wrong term. But anyway. Uh, Chris Tucker based almost all of this performance on Prince. <laughs> you know, like it's kind of weird. Like, I mean, I've watched obviously you know all the stuff that Kevin Smith talked about and the stories yeah. about that. Obviously, which was hilarious. Which was hilarious. Yeah, and I've watched um, you know the whole Dave Chappelle thing. Everyone's seen. Also that. hilarious. Was he really that much of an odd character? Like, was uh, he- I think so. I mean, he was. It was funny because I was watching this this the SNL SNL did this whole tribute to Prince on Saturday night. Okay, and they were showing this footage. Fred Armisen is the breath is the best Prince, and it's Prince with Beyonce, and it's um, Maya Rudolph is Beyonce. Oh wow! And Fred Armisen's Prince, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Fred Armisen is actually like shredding on this like, you know, the cymbal guitar and stuff like that. And then they have like Nancy Grace on and Tobey Maguire and. Like Prince is easily scared when Nancy Grace talks too harshly, so he hides behind the statue, and it's just you got to see it. It's super, super perfect. But I think he really was like you know, like generally these guys are kind of eccentric. All he did was, you know, like record and and play music. All like probably he's got a had a touch of autism, probably. You know. So I mean, what what's going to happen with Paisley Park now? Is anyone uh, about that? Has anyone said anything? I think is- it'll probably continue to be you know. Uh, like some kind of museum probably to Prince's legacy and a, and still a functional recording studio and stuff. And so it, that's the other thing you always kind of hear about with Prince is that there's this vault, you know, there is a vault, there is a vault at Paisley park. It has like yeah. thousands of unreleased songs. So what do you think will happen? You think we'll hear any of that? I don't know. You know, I think that's going to be up to whoever is inherits his estate. And based on what I heard, it was a sister who's had some substance abuse problems. So, oh, um, who knows, man? I mean, like, you know, I mean, sad, you know, he was, he, uh, based on what I read, he like had a prescription drug problem. Like a lot of these, like Michael Jackson, like, well, I, I everybody. mean, I, <laughs> I think that's one of the last things that I saw when I was surfing YouTube was 
some interview when uh, he started talking about chemtrails. Did you ever see that thing? I heard about that, yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you guys believe in chemtrails, you know, that's What okay. are chemtrails? It's like, I mean, I, I haven't really delved too much into it, but I believe it's like, you know when you see a plane up in the sky and yeah. there's trails behind it? Yeah. Well, they're saying that they're dumping some sort of chemical on us. I don't know. There's a oh, lot man. of conspiracy I stuff going hate on. I that shit. I, you know what? I'm sorry, but fuck <laughs> off with that shit. Are you with me or what? Like, no, I am. I, I am know. I like. I like. Okay, I, just, I, I will like say when this. people do that shit. It's like it drives me crazy. I will say this. I, you know, I'm with you, but I, I do read about that shit. Okay, fine. I mean, sure, I do too. But like, <laughs> like I heard Matthew. You know Matthew Good. Yeah. That guy's a fucking asshole. Why? What do you do? Fuck him. Anyway, I really don't like Matthew Good. Why, man? Because he's a fucking dick. What did he do? I hope do? he's listening to this, too. What did he do? I don't know. He's just an asshole in real life. But I've met him a couple of times. He's a dick. But, but was he, like, did he have personal attacks or? Uh, No, but he's, like, one of these guys. He's just one of these fucking guys who's, like, you know, he's just, like, really pushy about conspiracy theories. You know, like he's into conspiracy theories. Well, I've read some things, and like you know, when I met him, he was like talking about some shit that I was just like, "Oh, you're crazy." You realize that if well, you're gonna go in and start slandering people on this thing, I'm gonna need citation. Okay, well, he's he's a big uh, he's a big proponent okay. of the moon landing was staged by Hollywood. Yeah, I'm not down. Yeah, I, I, I fuck you if anybody believes that. Like we, you know what? We have a friend. We have a mutual friend. Uh, Gus mm. and he does not want to talk about space why I don't know he's he's super against space he's like why would I care about space when there's so much to fix here you know we're like we're destroying the planet and this and that oh, man. and to a degree you know I I agree with him but man space is so fucking awesome why are we not talking about it? I try to talk to him like now I try to annoy him by talking about space and it works uh, I don't know man you think space is awesome yeah like you would go to space I wouldn't survive the trip. Let's Fuck be yeah! Neither would I. I don't. <laughs> I don't think space is awesome. I think space is necessary. Let's find out how the half Japanese deal with like what <laughs> eight trillion G's of pressure on them. Like, no, I would survive no. about about two seconds. Like, Dude, yeah, I would survive like one second. <laughs> if there's anywhere I shouldn't be, there's three places: space, the fucking military, and jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be the worst if I was in a space military jail. <laughs> It'd be the worst. It'd be the worst fucking nightmare of my life. But the reason I'm like, I, I was I was watching Interstellar a little while ago, and that movie was good. But I was like, fuck, who would want to sleep for two years to get to Saturn? Can you imagine wa like waking up? Well, by the way, spoiler alert: if anybody hasn't seen Interstellar at this point, shut us, shut fuck us. Fuck you. <laughs> it's two years old. The fucking movie. Anyway. <laughs> But in the movie, they do a two-year deep cryosleep, and then like to get to Saturn, the wormhole that's around Saturn. Can you imagine waking up from that shit? And no, no, no. There's that, like a scene in the movie where like the the African American scientist yeah. on board is. He's like, like, "Hey guys, it's been 27 years." No, well, yeah, but there's that. But then like when they wake up in the cryosleep when they're at the wormhole, mm -hmm. he's like, "Oh, I'm going crazy because the like just outside of the walls of our spaceship, it's just." Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, this is really driving me crazy. And then Coop, who's played, you know, Coop, Matthew McConaughey's playing Coop, is like, yeah. oh, this is how I get through this. And then he's using a stupid Southern all accent. Right, all, right, all right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Saturn's rings. Oh, my. Shut up. 
But and so, like, yeah, forget it. But we need to go to space because we are using the shit out of this planet. Like, I, I was reading something um, today that NASA said that we technically, at the pace we're at right now, we need to have three Earths to keep pace for the next hundred years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, space is fucked up, but we have no choice. We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Gotta go up in that motherfucker. Like, big time, we have to go. I remember, I'm gonna tell a bit of an embarrassing story about Chris yeah. here. Um, he, oh, it's, it's about me. Yeah, it's not yeah. too bad, though. It's not Okay, bad. well, that's awful. And the, <laughs> the reason I'm bringing it up is, you know, how he's saying we're using up the planet, et cetera, et cetera. So I remember being in a 1990s green-colored Tercel with Chris at one point. My mom's car, yep. Or maybe it wasn't that one. It had a sunroof. Did that one have a sunroof? Definitely no. Okay, well, some vehicle that you had had a sunroof. Probably my dad's Oldsmobile. So your dad's Oldsmobile I was in with yep. you. Yep. And I remember, like, looking over to you. You were driving. Yep. And you're eating... A baguette. <laughs> okay, so you had the baguette in the same hand as the steering wheel. So yeah. you're steering with a baguette. Yeah. And in the other hand, you had uh, KFC gravy. Two of the best things to go together, yes. Baguette, KFC gravy. But it wasn't just any baguette. Driving. It was an Ace Bakery baguette. Okay. Yeah. So dangerous driving's yep. happening. Yep. And uh, so you're, like, as you're making right turns, you're dipping the baguette into the KFC gravy. Yes. Good skills. Yes. But then I was a little disappointed in you. Why? Because when you were done, you placed the the styrofoam gravy container back in the bag, mm-hmm. opened the sunroof, yep. and whipped it straight up. I chucked the, the shit out of that. Yes. <laughs> that was my signature move in the late 90s. <laughs> Maximum littering. Yeah. One time I did that with my mother in the car. She was driving me around, and we had just gone to McDonald's. Okay. And, and she's like, Chris, get all this garbage. And I was like, no problem. Put it all in the bag. And like... I don't remember where we were, but we were somewhere with a lot of people going back and forth on the road, and I just like loafed it right out of the car. And she was like, "No!" She like freaked out, <laughs> big time. She she was horrified. And I remember like for a while, for like twenty minutes, she was just like, "Why would you do that? Why?" That was my reaction too. And I yeah. looked you right in the eye, and you you kind of just shrugged, like, "Sorry, yeah, I don't give a shit." About do you that. still do that? No, but I often idle my car for a while, and like my neighbor doesn't like that. Like, how long are we talking here? I don't know, an hour. And are you warming it up? No, I'm just sitting in the car. Middle of the summer. Sometimes the middle of winter, sometimes the middle of the summer. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, environmentalists. <laughs> why the, Why are you doing this? I don't know. I just get into these pockets of laziness. And I, you know, don't act like you're all moral above me because I know you do the same thing. So fuck don't you. idle my car for an hour. I'm sure you would if you were afforded the opportunity. Give me a break. Now I get in these pockets, like this morning, for instance, I woke up and I was like, oh, well, it's 8.30. And I just kind of stayed in bed and I was like, mm, I'm feeling kind of indecisive about what I should do. Should I get dressed? Should I like take my pajamas off? I fucking hate you and your self-employment. <laughs> I hate yeah, it, well, man. I hate it. It's not everything is cracked up to be, trust me, but. Whatever, small business. I do like to uh, partake in some laziness sometimes, you know, so it's nothing wrong with that. So how long did you stay in bed this this a.m.? I got up at eleven, and um, yeah, it worked out okay. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. I don't do that all the time, but you know. Okay. But uh, it was funny last week. Uh, my in laws were over, and uh, like they were over at like nine, nine a.m. eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning or whatever. And my wife is an early riser because she's a teacher. Okay. But like anyway, my in laws were over because they were taking care of my daughter and it was just funny because like i rolled downstairs at like 9 45 and i'm like oh i didn't know you guys were here <laughs> man you knew they were there 
Well, I knew, like, I kind of knew because Sarah told me that they were there, but I was kind of in a bit of a delirium, like, just kind of getting up. So, so yeah. I, I forgot that they were, and then I waltzed downstairs, and I had, like, one sock on and, like, you know, some, like, Nike, you know, Nike, like, kick-around shorts and, like, a dirty shirt or some shit, you know? Okay. I was like, oh, hello, people I have to make a good impression with for the rest of my life, you know? I'll tell you, uh, you know what, that reminded me of a story. I'll tell you an embarrassing one about myself, if mm-hmm. you would like to hear it. I, w- I want to hear it, yeah. All right. Okay, I, no, I shouldn't tell this, but anyway. So You can't I, do that. You gotta I'm going to tell it. Now. Just let me fucking ease into this shit, All right. okay? Ease into it. I'm pretty reserved, okay? <laughs> so I like online gaming once in a while. Yeah. You know, so I was online gaming with some people I work with. International. International? International online gaming. Well, not in like a league or anything. Oh, like this is just like a local area network of games. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not like in my place, but like they're at their own respective homes. Oh, I thought you meant because my son plays Nintendo Wii U with fucking people in Slovenia and shit like that. No, 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 no. All right. So probably shouldn't be, but okay, go ahead. These are people that I work with. All right, right, I understand. And occasionally, if there are any people that game out there, I guarantee you at some points you're not wearing pants. So I wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> I wasn't wearing pants at this time. I, I'll admit it. I wasn't wearing well, pants. Were you wearing boxers? Yes. Not briefs. Boxer briefs. Okay, cool. So my wife got home and uh, her sister came by <laughs> with her. So they come strolling in the door and uh, they're like, hey, we're here. I hope you're wearing pants because I'm pretty well known for it. Like if there's gaming going on. <laughs> no pants. Uh, yeah. Zero so, pants. Pants evaporation. Okay. So <laughs> they come in. And they're like, hey, we're home. And I'm like, oh, don't come upstairs. I'm not wearing any pants. Meanwhile, I'm online gaming with my coworkers on a microphone. So I just, you know, <laughs> just told my coworkers. Full degenerate mode. Here pants, we go. Pantsless gaming. Pantsless gaming. Boy version. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I can top that story, actually. Okay. Yeah. I've had some embarrassing moments. Okay. Um, one time I woke up late. Like everybody in the house was like up okay. before me. Yeah. And my mom was downstairs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this has ever happened to you before. This is going to be kind of gross, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I was wearing like pink boxers, boxer okay. briefs. And I had just taken a total whiz. I was just like, oh, I got to, you know, get up, go up, get up in the morning to go to the bathroom. I think I know where this is going. Oh, you do? Okay, keep going. Okay, well, so I took a whiz. Man, I don't, okay, keep going. But I now have to finish it. All right. So I took a whiz and I was just like, I take a quick whiz. I was like, in and out. Go downstairs. And there's always like a whiz kiss on the front of your, like, you know what I'm talking about? You have a name for that shit? I, I call it a whiz kiss because it's like, it's like just a little wet spot that you just didn't let it drain out entirely. And, and I go downstairs in my kitchen. My mom's there. The kids are there. I'm like, hey guys, what's up? And like my... My mom is like, you pissed your pants. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh, shit. I did. <laughs> was this a, like Give Christmas a dinner? Like, what happened? No, I was like, I was like, so it was, I'm sure this has happened to you where it's like, you know, oh, I no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty cognizant of the. Like, yeah. Well, I need a bit of a primer in this because my mom was like, hey, uh, you kind of pissed your pants a bit. So. <laughs> you slightly, oh, I did. I'm slightly. sorry. Sorry. Ladies, I'm going to go back upstairs and change the shorts. <laughs> Sorry about that. Wow. A little embarrassing, but wow. you know, whatever. I mean, shit happens. What else did you do last week? Last week? Yeah. I don't know, man. Prince dying was like kind of all encompassing for me a little bit, you know, but 
I did watch Batman versus Superman for the eighth time. Guess what? I haven't seen it. Well, I'm not surprised. Have you didn't, seen? Didn't you say? Have you seen Superman Returns? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That's yeah, only fucking thirteen years old. I did see that. Thank God. But I have a question for you. You said you saw Batman v Superman like seven times. Right? I did. Uh, this is one of those things where I cammed the shit out of this. I like downloaded a cam version. I mean. Anyway, I did. It was in Hungarian or something like that. So I like watched that the first time. Chris then, is fluent in like twenty languages. No, now, not just at all. I just like am making sense of it. <laughs> but uh, but no, I watched it. I watched it. You know, I finally watched it properly. And I honestly don't know why that. Like, it's not a great movie, but it's not an awful movie. This movie got like twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, so spoiler free. Give it the Saracino review. I thought it was a good like seven out of ten. Okay. It was a long movie. It was full of a lot of good like. I thought the story was uh, was pretty good. It wasn't sure. amazing, but like you know, I thought it was really entertaining. Like I just think people shit on that on that franchise just because it's the one of the if not the oldest iconic superhero. You know, mm-hmm. like Batman too. I mean, Batman's had more treatments than any other superhero, including Superman, in mm-hmm. history. Think about it for a second. Yeah. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, Christian Bale, fucking George Clooney. Adam West, like Batman's, I don't know. Batman's like just like all the time. He's been he's been reinvented so many different times. Right? Yeah, and I just thought that they first of all Ben Affleck is a total badass in this movie. He like he's the best thing about the film. And I, wasn't everyone like, oh my god, Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman is the reason you should see this. Wonder Woman uh, was good, but I will tell you this: out of all the Batman, including Christian Bale, Ben Affleck is the absolute best one. He is Ben Affleck. He is so fucking badass in this movie. Okay, he's really good. Like I, I walked, I walked away from this film going like, holy shit, he was hands down the best part of this film. He was such a incredible part of it. He really owned the role like in a big, big way. So I really enjoyed it for that reason. Superman was almost like a bit player in this. Yeah, I heard that as well. Yeah. yeah, it was really more of a Batman movie. But and now Ben Affleck apparently is doing a standalone Batman film. Yeah, yeah. So. You know, I don't know. There's there's all this there's all this superhero shit going on right now. And what I mean by that is there's a lot of superhero movies coming out. So can months. can you and if like if you guys don't want to hear whatever, again, what? fuck off. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I want to talk about this. I haven't yeah, yeah, seen. Yeah, do it. it. Yeah, do so, it. So like, did was there like Justice League stuff in there? Like I heard. Yeah, there was Aquaman. There, yeah, makes it, there's, pops there's up the Flash. There's. Uh, they definitely touch on that's that. not a spoiler it was all over the fucking internet no i mean it's, do, it's called fucking dawn of justice man i mean <laughs> like what it means is the dawn of the justice league okay Ugh. um you, you'd be surprised how many people don't get that what that that it's dawn it's like the beginning of the justice league that's what the people didn't pick up on that? most people i've talked about this film are like you know it's it's no like one one guy an acquaintance i won't name his name because he's that much of an idiot but he, he, this guy I kind of know was like, well, no, it's not, it's not about the beginning of the Justice League that hasn't been established yet, even though we just saw the movie. He thought it was like the dawn of a new day, and that it's the dawn of genuine justice in Metropolis. And this is not real. I'm not, I'm not joking you. And and I was like, like one percent of that makes sense. That's what I said to him. I was like, you know, it kind of like you know, in your own warped, bizarro world, maybe that makes a bit of sense. But that's totally not what that means. And you're making this up. Like, you know that this is the dawn of Are, the Justice You're sure League. he was not making that? I, I attempted to clarify it. I was like, because I, I was really pushing my 
argument, which is like, no, 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 it's the what it means, dawn of justice, mm-hmm. is it's, it's the beginning of the Justice League. Yeah. This is fucking common sense, man, you know? Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. What it means is that Metropolis and Gotham suffered after General Zod and Superman beat the shit out of each other. Okay. And I have a suggestion. The dawn, it's the dawn of just, it's like the, it's like stupid. Can we please bring, bring this acquaintance on this program and question the shit out of them? Uh, yeah, her? I'll, tr- yeah, well maybe I could, but like, this is, Do he's not really was- a guy like a podcast guy. But are we, oh really? No, he's more, he's like, he's an analyst in the federal government and he's. You're giving a lot of hints here. Uh, no, you don't know him. Okay. No, you don't know him. But right. he's he's pretty dry. So dude. he won't hear this. Uh, well, if I'm being totally honest, if he does, I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I never have to talk to the guy. He doesn't analyze doesn't under- your shit. Yeah, you know, okay. I don't really care. But okay. like, um, anyway, it just annoyed me that he was like, but he was just one of these guys who was so insistent. He he's like, no, you should know about our oh, dawn of the ju- it's dawn of the of, of like legal justice. It's the beginning of legal justice in these two cities. And I was like, uh, I'm like, you're an and I actually said I did say this to him. I was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, doesn't you don't have to make it personal. It's like I'm not trying to make it personal, but you're warping the truth. And the wow. truth is, is this is the beginning of the Justice League. You fucking twit. Yeah, like. It's obvious. Oh man! Even Zack Snyder has elaborated on the subtitle and said, so how, said that. How much of an appearance does Jason Momoa make? Well, it's brief. They're all brief. Like all the rest of the players are pretty brief. Okay. Um, but you know the the last twenty minutes of the film is like just fucking epic destruction. Like better than Man of Steel. So would you say that you're more of like a DC guy or a Marvel? Guy? No, I've never really been into DC. Like. This is a bit of a weird thing. I was always way, way, way more into Marvel movies. Okay. Or Marvel comics, I should say. And for that matter, Marvel movies. But I never really kind of got into DC comics. I just, I felt like they had a lot of super lame characters with the exception of Batman, you know, but like, remember Booster Gold? No. Fucking Booster. Yeah, I remember Booster Gold, but What the fuck was that guy's powers? I don't know. No one knows. No one gives a shit because (laughs) he looked like he should be working at it like Muscle Beach. (laughs) Yeah. Booster Gold, his power was finance. Like what? I don't understand. Or the Blue Beetle. The Blue Beetle. These are lame characters. You know? Yeah, I think. Like my main foray, I guess, into DC was just around like way back when Superman died. I don't know why I got into it at that point, but yeah, I. You know what? I went to um, I went to a high school uh, where the whole morning was arts. Like hmm. I went for visual arts. Mm-hmm. And that was right around the time. Like there was a bunch of guys in my classes, and they were super into Image comics at that. Point. Image was the shit, yeah. And uh, Dark Horse comics. That was also awesome. Alien versus Predator. Yeah, Batman versus Predator. Yep, that was crazy crossover. Yep. But ever since then, man, I I don't know. I haven't been really reading too much. I read the whole Preacher series. That show's coming out. Have you heard of that? Uh, I've heard of it. I don't know a lot about it. You should read it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, um, you know, what's sad is right down the street from where I work, the Silver Snail recently closed, which was like a. Didn't your cousin work there? My cousin worked there for a while. But the Silver Snail was like the comic book shop in the city for a very long time in Ottawa. Yeah. And then it just fucking closed down. It was just kind of sad. And everything's closing down. Dude, everything. You know what's crazy? I was just having this conversation. Who the who needs retail anymore? Like who needs a retail storefront? That's anymore? what it's becoming. I well, don't know if you sorta. watch. I don't know if you watch a lot of kids' movies with your kids, but no, um, you don't. Well, sort of. 
I'll slap you. Well, name a kids movie that I should be watching. See Wally. Yeah, like ten years ago, sure. Man, it's it's turning into that. We're not gonna need to oh, go yeah. anywhere or I know do you're anything. Going with this. Yeah, like, you know, and, and this gonna get all fat and be in space. <laughs> I'm, I'm already there. <laughs> I was just talking about space, and you know, I'm packing on the pounds. But uh, you know, International Music Land closed. Yeah, fairly recently. Yep. Um, yeah, Silver Snail closed. I mean, how are you gonna compete with that, right? You know what? Broader. Bing bong, a drone's at your door dropping shit that okay, you ordered. Th- yeah, absolutely. This is what's fucking crazy. This is going to get a little Alex Jones right now. Yeah. Conspiracy level, but it's true. Fucking robots are fucking taking over jobs. I went to Mc- I go to McDonald's sometimes in the morning for like a coffee. You, you about know? to talk about that board? What board? Oh, the McDonald's board? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. So what happened? Well, I haven't used I, it. There's this McDonald's near my house, and I admit, I like McCafe's, a black McCafe. It's, it's good. That's better than Tim Hortons, I think. Oh wow! You fucking Pro- walk in. Placement. I know. You walk in, and you just there's these two boards. That, you know what that looks like? <laughs> it looks like Tars and Case from Interstellar. <laughs> You've seen Interstellar, right? No, okay. Yeah. Wait. Have you glance, seen Interstellar? Yes, I have seen Interstellar. It's a miracle. Todd's actually seen this film. <laughs> okay. Well, you remember Tars and Case? Yes, I do. The the, the 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 boxy robots. Yes. Well, fucking Tars and Case are at McDonald's now. You walk in. And they, and they greet you. They fucking greet you. And it's like, just give us. And it, you, it said something to you? Well, it doesn't say anything. I'm not going to embellish this and say it fucking talks <laughs> to you. Like, there's an AI in the fucking. No. But the weird thing is that they have literally halved their employees in the McDonald's. There's fewer people working in the McDonald's now. And the because reason, of this board. It's two boards. It's two of these fucking robot boards. They take the order. They fulfill it on front line or whatever. And then they just have this big bench where you just pick up your shit. They give you a number and they're like, get the fuck out of here. What's what? Okay, film-wise, what do you think the bleakest, most terrifying dystopian world has been? Uh, in a film? Yes. I don't know. I brought this up because the Terminator. Seen, I don't know. Yeah, the Terminator is pretty bad. But if you watched the um, Matrix, yeah, if you watched the Animatrix, uh, I have. Yeah, it's really dark. There is uh, uh, some sequences in yeah. that film. Yeah. Uh, I forget who the artist was. I think it was a Japanese artist. But it's always a Japanese artist that has the most <laughs> awful dystopian but, nightmares. But that future future bleakness. I, I mean, when I when I hear about McDonald's notice boards or like the giant iPads that are up at freaking McDonald's. Now, <laughs> That's all I can think of, man, is me getting caught and like hooked up to a machine. And oh, dude, it's crazy. You know what's funny? I was thinking about this the other day because I was walking by the Mayfair. Okay, but that's the one thing about Japanese anime. Do you remember that? Like, it's it's always super bleak and just full of awfulness. Remember I, that movie Yurotsuka Dijo or whatever? Yeah, I was playing at the Mayfair. Legend of the Overfiend? Yeah. Everybody just fucking dies in that movie, and the way they die is awful. They're like raped by demons, and like people are exploding and being cut in half, and like. I think it's awful. What was your what was the first one you watched? I think everyone's gonna say, oh, it was Akira. But like, did yeah. you Well, no, mine was Ninja Scroll. Okay, yeah, Ninja, Ninja Scroll. Ninja Scroll yeah. was the first. Akira was was like immediately after. But I never really kind of super got into anime. Just for that for the very reason is that like I just found it a little too bleak. Yeah. It was like overtly sexual and suggestive and super violent, which I didn't mind as much as I did the bleakness, like yeah, they were pretty bleak. A lot of them were pretty bleak. So you didn't watch, um, what's the one that everyone's freaking out about right now? Attack on Titan? No, didn't no. see that. No. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. It wasn't really my bag. You know, it's not it's, my bag really either. It's just too depressing. It's like, oh, wow, everybody's been eviscerated by a giant tentacled monster that takes over the earth, consumes it, and, okay. 
Yeah, fang. That's it. No happy ending. Go fuck yourself. Like, it's, like, awful. So what's coming up that you want to see? Uh, Captain America Civil War, Suicide Squad. Uh, so all just superhero movies. You have no appreciation for anything else. Mm, no, there's not. The, there's not, like, you know, I've been watching Daredevil on Netflix. Excellent. <laughs> Um, I have Game of Thrones taped. Mostly stuff you would find at a WonderCon. Yes, mostly that kind of thing. <laughs> WonderCon. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, have you ever been to a con? Oh yeah, I got tickets to Comic Con coming up, and I went last year and the year before. Did you get anyone's autograph? I got. Who did I get? Actually, I got Nathan Fillion's. I heard his was a uh, pricey. Like uh, I don't remember. I no. I. Yeah, I think so. That that dude seems pretty hilarious. He, he's a Canadian. He's from he's from he's he was born in Edmonton or something. He he seems pretty hilarious. Yeah, well, I'm I'm like he, he's a Whedonite, right? I mean, he's one of Joss Whedon's. That guy is like, he's kind of like Robert De Niro. Is to Marty Scorsese, he is to Joss, <laughs> Joss Whedon. Whedon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I like him. Um so who's coming this year? William Shatner is going to be there this year. Okay, which is kind of cool. I, I think uh, Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. Yes. Ming Na Wen. I think so. From yeah. ER. No, from well, yes, but from uh, dude Agents from the Shield. Joy Luck Club. Ming Na Wen. I'm pretty sure. Was she in that movie? Yeah, dude. See? Ming Na Wen was Chun Li. Yes. In Street Fighter. Yes. Yeah. She's done nothing since then. Yeah, I know. Well, she's in Agents of Shield, man. Oh yeah, she is. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why she's here. She's not showing up for Joy Luck Club at Comic Con. Like, was she Dude, seriously in Joy Luck Club? Not win from Joy Luck Club. <laughs> it's totally pertinent to Comic Con. No, yeah, that's right. She's in Agents of Shield. Yeah, I think she's showing up, and uh, that was hilarious. Alan Tudyk is coming, man. That guy seems yeah, hilarious. He's, he's awesome. He's uh, you know, he was uh, he was in that movie. Uh, Wreck It Ralph. He was the king of Candyland. Okay, yeah. He's well known. He, he's actually American, but he does British accents really well. But you know what he was really good in? Pirate Steve. I didn't see that. Man, he was th- Pirate Steve in Dodgeball. <sighs> actually, I didn't see Dodgeball. Believe it or not. Okay. Well, I can't really say that I'm proud. I, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. not going to say like I'm one up on Chris because I no, saw Dodgeball. But. Yeah. Well, that's an awful movie, probably. But it's pretty funny. Um, no, but he was in uh, Knocked Up. He was the executive at the at the station. Remember? Oh my goodness. With fucking Chris, Kristen Wiig. Oh my goodness. He's like tight, just more tight. Remember what he says? <laughs> <Yeah>. More tight. <laughs> you didn't tell us you were pregnant. But we love it, remember? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's generally I find him hilarious. He's a funny guy. He's pretty funny. But yeah. um but you know what I, I attempted to introduce my wife to a little while ago? What? Was Kevin Smith. We um I tried that too. How did that go over with your wife? Not well. What happened? Well, he's such an endearing character. You know, there there was probably a good twenty minutes when she was in. She was all in. She's like, Wow, this guy's super Cool and he's nice and he's well spoken yeah. and he's very interesting. Yeah, and then he'd start talking about I don't know, you know, one of his stories that you know gets a little more than vulgar. I find that funny. She does not. What about she you? Didn't find it fun- no, I find his stories very funny. Like his Prince story, hilarious. hilarious. His story about Tim Burton working on the Superman script of Tim Burton, hilarious. Hilarious. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis, hilarious. His yeah. stories about Tracy Morgan, hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, like everything, you know. Um, but. We were watching uh, Zach and Miri make a porno, mm-hmm. and we were it just kind of was going over like a lead balloon a little bit. Really? 
Even yeah. what was his name? Brandon St. Randy? He oh, I know. <laughs> I thought that whole movie was so brilliant. Like, Justin Long's another one of these characters that I find hilarious, man. I don't know. Justin Long's weird. Yeah. I, I, I like I always measure some of these guys by you know, so I don't know about you, but sometimes I'll come across celebrities in films and stuff like that. I'd be like, that guy's genuinely funny. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I would like to have a beer with that guy and yeah. like, you know, maybe be friends with him and shit. So like you're that. not you're on the fence with him? No, I I like Justin Long, but then he he's kind of hit miss, right? Like he he he's kind of his career is kind of diminished now at this point. Like, what has he been in? The last Tusk? thing, yeah, he was Tusk, Tusk. Was, Tusk was the last thing I heard about. Have you seen Tusk? No. Okay, I have a, a PVR, but I have like that's a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, but he was in this movie that like he was in Jeepers Creepers, man. Jeepers Creepers. Fucking Jeepers Creepers. I don't care what anybody says. That first Jeepers Creepers, the first thirty minutes of that film yeah. is terrifying. Yes. It's did horrifying. It lose, okay, but did it lose you after the first 30 minutes? Well, it definitely went down. Like, it definitely, like, took multiple steps down after the first 30 minutes. It just got a little bananas, but, like... I think that, yeah, it was one of those movies where you're all in until you discover what's actually chasing them. And yeah. And I was like, okay, this old man, predator-looking, winged... Spoiler alert! Spo- yeah. Demon... <laughs> Skin. Todd hasn't seen Jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, what was that thing? It was like a demon. Demon. But I mean, it was so weird to see this thing, you know. You know they're making around. a third one right no, now. No, they're right? not. They, dude, they are. Because I, I, I started watching Jeepers Creepers 2 and I couldn't do it. Have you seen the whole thing? Um, it's not no. bad. It's no. actually, it's. I would say it's almost as good as the first one. It's not an awful movie. It's pretty good. It just takes place in a school bus. Okay, and it's sort it's like full of all sorts of weird, crazy people getting ripped in half it, it, and shit. It, it, the thing that disappoints me is the first one. There was such like a good concept there, you know. This this yeah, un, you know who knows because it, it seemed plausible that that could happen to you, and then all of a sudden yeah. it sprouts wings and it's invincible and it fucking steals yeah, skin and fear and shit. And it's weird. No, I'm out. Yeah, you know? it's weird. It's weird. It's definitely weird. Because I've been, you know, I. I've been camping a lot, hiking a lot. So that's <laughs> that's like feasible stuff, you know? Yeah, that yeah, it's it's kind of a little out there. But like the the first 30 minutes of that film is like some of the most suspenseful, yeah. like thrilling cinema I've seen in like a very very long time, you know? Yeah. And funny, you know what? You know who else another movie I saw recently. I'd seen it a long time ago was the movie Death Proof by Quentin Tarantino, oh, Quentin Tarantino which was the other yeah. half uh, it was the grind the other Grindhouse, half of Grindhouse. Yeah. yeah. That whole movie is pretty good. And it has like nobody's in it. Did you see Hateful Eight? I haven't seen it yet. Actually, I haven't seen that one. Yet. Yeah, I heard it's either. excellent though. Yeah, I heard it. I heard but it's I did, a slow burn, but totally worth it. Yeah, but that guy in the Hateful Eight, this guy Walton Goggins, he was, yeah, yeah, he was in Sons of Anarchy. He was the yeah. transgender guy that mm-hmm. uh, or lady, and he was in like he's he's been in a, he was in Django Unchained and stuff like that. Anyway, he's in this. He's in that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but. He's also in this fucking new Danny McBride movie called Vice. It's not a movie. It's a show on HBO called Vice Principles. Have you heard about this? No, but if it's Holy Danny fuck, McBride, I know exactly. It looks hilarious. Tone. Yeah. It looks yeah. super hilarious. So you love Danny McBride, right? I think Danny McBride is quite funny. I was a big fan of Eastbound and Down. Mm-hmm. Um, he Is he a one-trick pony, though? No. He, he Well, his humor is pretty... Steady, like his style is very, very steady style, but he's funny. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I find him very funny. I thought he was hilarious, and this is the end. Yeah, that was cool, oh, man. He makes all the food, remember? <laughs> Just and who hasn't done this? Who hasn't like whizzed on a, on a on a on a toilet seat and like wiped it with your sock? You remember that? Part? Uh, I can say that I haven't. Well, I have. You? I don't care who knows it. 
Come on, man. Yeah, man. I don't care. Body training. You need it. He, that movie is so funny, and he's the he's like one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. Remember he has like Channing Channing Tatum as his bitch. Yeah. Like near the, near my the favorite end. is the part when they finally get the water. Oh, Remember yeah. he he just saunters over and starts dumping water everywhere. Yeah. Water party. Yeah. <laughs> water party. <laughs> I gotta have as many glasses of shit as I want. <laughs> no, but the best is when he gets into the big back and forth of James Franco. Oh yes, who's like yes. upstairs and yes. he's like he's all his girly mag's all fucked up. <laughs> big bride, you been jerking off. Yeah, I'll jerk off anywhere I want. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll jerk off in your face. <laughs> or when they remade Pine- Pineapple Express. Oh, yeah. like That movie was pretty... F- that movie was like, witty and funny and clever. Yeah. And... Yeah, I, yeah. Li- I liked how they basically made fun of young actors, man. That's, yeah, they made the fun point. of their own clique. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is I'm pretty sure that there was no script to that film. I think Seth Rogen and Adam Goldberg and, like, Aziz Ansari and, you know, I was going to say John Cena, but... I mean, John Cena. What's the Michael? Michael. Michael Cena. Sarah. Sarah. Whatever. John. John, You know why I've been saying John Cena? (laughs) Because I have this app on my phone that my kids love. That I press this button. It's like John Cena. It's like a soundboard. It's a yeah. It's weird. They they love it. But Michael, Sarah, like you know that whole that whole crew. I think they just got together and got really wasted one night, or like a super high, and they were just like, let's make a movie about the end of the world, and it's just us. Man, that's it. And then we're not even going to have a script. We're going to get financing from Sony or whatever. And we're going to make That's the whole round table that happened. I'm pretty sure that that probably happened. Yes. And they were like, we don't need a script. We'll just improv the whole thing. Because <laughs> sure. you can tell there's like an element of looseness with the whole thing. Did you watch? Um, there's one that I watched sort of recently called The Night Before. No. What's that about? Uh, it's Seth Rogen and. Oh, what's his name? Why am I drawing a blank? You know the kid from Third Rock from the Sun? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, Joey Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, and uh, the dude that plays Falcon. Oh, Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yes. And it's pretty funny, man. Who looks really badass in the Civil War trailers. Yeah. It, yeah. So it's it's pretty funny. Man. So it's Anthony Mackie yeah. and Joe Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. And Seth Rogen. What's it called? Uh, the Night Before. I recommend Oh, wait. This, hey, this is on video. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on video. It's well. I shouldn't say that. You're right. It's on video on demand, or it's on it's on uh, Netflix. I think it probably is on Netflix. Yeah. So So you should you should check it out. Yeah. It's it's more of the same. You know. It's super funny. Uh, At moments. It's like workaholics funny. Uh yeah. You ever watched workaholics? No. No. Workaholics is very funny. What is that? It's a television show. What percentage of your day are you staring at a screen? I want to know the whole day. The entire day. Well, if you count iPhone and tablets and like all sorts of other shit. So there's like, okay, when you're going to bed, are you looking at a screen? Uh, yeah. How how long after you wake up until you look at a screen? Immediately, I'm looking at a screen. You gotta fucking calm down on that shit. I can't. You're addicted. This is probably contributing to anxiety. The fact that you're looking at a screen 24-7? Well, you know what's funny? My Sarah, my wife. Yes. She is very into, um, she's very into like routines and like you know, she's very healthy. She's okay. very, um, she's all about like you know circadian rhythms and sleep and nutrition and exercise. Like she's probably the most well-rounded person I know. She's like, and she's not pretentious about it. She's amazing. She's she's just like, hey, you need some sleep. She like always breaks things down on very sensible like sensible levels. Mm-hmm. 
I, I have to admit this because like it, it's it's very much helped me, right? So like, I but remember, has it? It doesn't sound like it's helped well, you at all. No, it, uh, yeah. Would you, like, are you buying Fitbits because they have a small screen on them? No, 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 no. I'm not. Are you are you counting how many steps you take in a day? Yeah, I usually do. But she's uh, like, you know what, man? Shh, I quit smoking fully. That's true. That's I haven't true. had a cigarette in almost two years. What about like e-cigarette? No, off of that shit too, man. It's Go. bad for you. Uh, no, no, no gum either. Nothing. So I'm, you're completely straight edge. I'm completely straight edge. No cigarettes. No nicotine. No nothing. What about like alcohol? That. I don't drink. No, no. I'm, I I was never really a big drinker, but I don't really drink. Yeah, that's true. And uh, so I don't smoke. I don't drink. Um, but the funny thing is, is um, like I don't know. She. I just kind of credit her for helping me through that because I honestly never thought I would quit smoking, mm-hmm. and then I did. And then, but I have I have like a weird relationship with extracting myself from the clutches of of nicotine. Like yeah. you know, then I stopped smoking, and then I was like smoking the e-cigarette for a while, which is awful. I don't care what anybody says. Is it terrible? Well, it wasn't bad, but it's just like you get addicted to that shit, and you're fucking like. <laughs> <Finished. you know. laughs> I have a lot of clothes that have like oil stains on them from like the oil. Wow. It's like, oh, can I can I have three hundred milliliters of bubble gum nicotine? Yeah. Um. And then I chewed gum. And now, I mean, if you talk to Sarah, like I literally chew like three packs of Excel a day. I'm like doing four at a time. So you've changed your addiction for that. Well, it's just, it's more of a habit that I just, I need something, you know, I need to be chewing something. Okay. So anyway, listen, okay. I'm not smoking cigarettes. No, that's, so that's good. That's, that's good. That's a good thing, right? Yeah, but that's like, way better. So anyway, that's, that's what happened there. But Sarah's very into like, you know, circadian rhythms and like, uh, is it circadian or arcadian? <laughs> I think it's circadian. What is an Arcadian? I don't know. Wasn't Arcadia like like uh, a utopia or something? Something like that. I yeah. don't know. Circadia. Circadian. Cir- circadian. What was the name of the horse in the never-ending story? Was it Arcadia? No, it was Artax. Artax. Man, what's up? Okay, so we didn't have you know traumatizing things in 80s sitcoms, but there's some seriously traumatizing shit happening. That's a good in point you're movies. making. The never-ending story fucking flipped my life upside down. I like, Artax, the fucking rock dude. Yeah. Okay, Artax fucking dies. Artax dies, but the the greater thing that's distressing in this children's movie is that the whole fucking world is going yeah. to shit. Talk about <laughs> Japanese bleakness. That's fucking bleak. Yeah. You know what else is fucked up? What? I just like we had, we went on a little bit of we do a movie night every Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. And I so I let the kids watch. I was like, "Hey, you guys want to watch The Dark Crystal? Bad idea." Okay, yeah, that The is Dark Crystal terrifying. is fucking scary as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> I downloaded Something Wicked This Way Comes. Remember yeah, that? Jonathan Price? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the uh the Ferris wheel, right? The carousel. Tarantula is everywhere. Yeah, and- dude, that movie's terrifying. Yeah, that movie is terrifying. Dude, you know what? A lot of the shit from when we were kids it's totally not appropriate for children today. I know, but do you did you ever have like did your parents ever say no? You can't watch that. Uh yeah, a couple times. Really? Yeah. I never got that, man. I was up at like seven years old, at like <laughs> eleven at night, watching The Exorcist, and you know what? That's yeah. That was the that was the exact film that my mother and father. My mom had a, like a traumatic experience in her childhood watching that film. Yeah. My grandfather like took her to Westgate theaters. Like, oh, the Exorcist. What are you so scared about? Oh, that, I don't know. Only the most terrifying scenes in a film ever. Maybe yeah. that. See, you know what? I, I I remember thinking more that it was gross. 
Like, it was gross. But more frightening than that. Okay, so the most frightening scene in that is when that face flashes on the screen. Oh, you remember awful. that? I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. I can still see and it. And they like, did perfect. something similar in An American Werewolf in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the forest scene. Yes. Remember? Do you remember that transformation in American Werewolf in London? It's fucking crazy. It was incredible, man. That was a John Landis movie, man. Yeah. That was like a like a, that was like a like a, yeah. a landmark film. Yeah. But very it, scary. Even more frightening than The Exorcist though was was it the Amityville horror? Do you remember the, the first one with Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, when pretty, they when they yeah. look out the window and you just see the glowing eyes look up and then take yeah. off. Man, that scared the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, dude. Fucking totally, eh? Yeah. You know what else was a fucking crazy scary movie? Flash? <laughs> no. <laughs> Splash. No. It was the car horror films. Like oh, Christine. Yeah. I found Christine to be scary. And that was a John Carpenter movie. Maximum Overdrive. Maximum Overdrive, another Stephen King uh story. But there was this movie with James Brolin called The Car. I haven't seen that one. Dude, it is fucking terrifying. It, this was like a B movie back in the 70s. Like, I don't know who made this film. Someone should IMDb this, but it was really fucking terrifying. James Brolin. James Brolin is the only noteworthy actor in this film. Do you remember um, the original The Hitcher? It was, I think oh, it was Rutger Hauer. Hauer. Yeah, yeah, dude. That I was, know. that movie was the, pretty terrifying. That was a very, that was the epitome of like the, the type of movie that like you go to a video store in yeah. the late 80s, early 90s, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, shit, and you turn, turn the box in the back hoping to get a couple of screenshots of what's going on in the film. So what was what was your neighborhood? Because there's no neighborhood. You know, I'm not even talking about Blockbuster or Jumbo Video, and they're gonna, they're gone, right? So uh, what was your sort of neighborhood video store? Because mine was called Another Video Store, <laughs> and they had everything, man. It yeah. was crazy. Mine, mine was Video's Finest, and then, of course, and I know you you know what I'm talking about, Video Flicks. Yeah, Video Flicks. Video Flicks. Was ridiculously was, awesome. Was ridiculously awesome. Was so amazing, Video Flicks. And McDonald's was next to it. Yeah, that's like I live close to that, that place. But I remember going to that Video Fix, Video Flicks, I should say, when I was a kid. And they had this like these saloon doors, and that was the adult area in the back. You're like nine. Oh, yeah. And I remember like, uh, well, I wasn't nine, but I was like 13 or 14 years old. And I remember going back there, and I hated like running into people because it's like, oh, fuck. What's this guy doing here? You know? But it was, it was like a treasure trove of pornography. It was insane. It was so much it, like behind Did the you, saloon doors. You said saloon doors. No, it was. I'm not joking, Todd. It was literally, literally saloon doors. You know, like those doors where they're halfway on the on the fucking yeah, yeah. door frame, yeah. and it's like push doors. You know, like swinging doors. Yeah, it's like it, like what you would see in a saloon in a western. Yeah, like Clint Eastwood's walking through those things all the time, and you push through them, and it's like you know, it says like you know, no one under the age of thirteen passed. You know, passed here. You know, and then you go through the saloon doors, and it's just like. Box upon box upon box upon box on the shelves. And it's just, it's the greatest thing ever to go into a pornography section when you're 13 or 14 years old. You're kicking down saloon doors. Through the saloon doors, you know. But anyway, Video Flicks was the shit. Yeah, Video Flicks is pretty awesome. I remember there was, yeah, we. It's it's kind of weird how that's completely evaporated. This whole, like, you have no idea what you're looking for. You, you know, you get out of school or get out of work and you just go there and just look at mountains and mountains of movies and try to determine, you know, what you're going to pick from that. The movie industry just completely changed. It's weird. Eh? But yeah. even like the like who's fucking renting? You can't rent anywhere anymore. Yeah, I know. It's it's yeah. I kind of miss Blockbuster a little bit. But have you noticed that like in corner stores now, the huge thing is like two DVDs for nine ninety nine. you know? <laughs> 
It's in corner stores. You know, you know what's funny, man? Go I, and buy Twizzlers and Fun Dip and I, I two know. DVDs. I live near the a Hasty Market, which is like a like a local gross grocery, like little micro grocery store. You know, like those. Yeah. How, how how's best to put it? Like a confectionery. They used to be called confectionaries. Yes. And they still rent films, and it's hilarious, right? Because it's like. Is it still the films that like? Is it VHS tapes? No, it's DVDs. But On it's, laser it's disc. Like, it's like shit that you can watch for free. On YouTube, you know, like it's that <laughs> it's that hilarious. You know, when you can watch a film on YouTube that no one, no watched. one cares, no one like, give a fuck. Even the copyright holders, it. like, yeah, yeah, just they just like it. give the shit away. And if somebody, you know, if it gets a, hundred, a couple of hundred thousand views on YouTube, <laughs> it will one percent justify its existence. You know, but <laughs> yeah. I go, they go to this Hasty Market sometimes, and, they, and like, I'll give you an example of the type of movie that they have for rent. It's it's something like. Um, Cocoon Two. It's yeah, it's like shit like that, you know. Yeah. Or Critters Three. Critters Three with Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> he's like he's the person that they say star. Don't you hate it when they do that? They say starring so and so, and so and so is only in the movie, like walking by eating chips. No, the best one that they did. I remember when I was at Video Flicks, I saw this film, and it was the son of everybody famous. What? It was like it was like. It was like Lance Swayze and you know like Bart Eastwood <laughs> Frank, and Frank Sloan. It's like the the kids and cousins of famous people, you know. It's serious, and it was like an action film, you know, like so they like just took Brian him. Van Dam, <laughs> like, and they and they made up an action film with like they marketed it with everybody's last name, but it wasn't the actual celebrities. <laughs> You know, Gary Seagal, third cousin of Steven, Seagal Van Jam, Swayze, Seagal Van, Seagal Van Jam, Swayze, and, you know, ridiculous. And then it, it was like the worst movie ever. You know, but sometimes, like, you know what, though, I've, again, back when there were video stores, I'd rent, you know, there used to be deals like five movies for the weekend for like 10 bucks, oh, yeah, you know? I know. So I've rented some really, really terrible movies before, man. Oh, and, dude. Me too, man. And they were, I mean, who cares? You know, you just sit around with your friends and watch them and laugh, you Fuck know? It. Yeah. I never would have seen like Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2 if it weren't for those weekends. You exactly. Know? So Exactly. I'll, I'll never forget. You know what? I used to go to my friend Brian Redmond's house. Mm -hmm. and we used to go to Video's Finest. Mm -hmm. And we, we got this movie, Chopping Mall. And it was a horror movie. Do you ever heard of that movie, Chopping Mall? No. And it's about killer robots that get released in like a Rito Center mall. And people get locked in the mall. And the robots just, it's like a gore film. That's terrifying. Well, it is, but it's so it was like campy and hilarious, you know. And then, just you know what? I'll just interject for one second. Just very recently, uh, I came across this YouTube page. <laughs> yeah, and it's called "This Is Dan Bell." Have you heard of this thing? No. So it's this guy in Baltimore who finds abandoned properties, and it's called like the Dead Mall series or the Dead Hotel series, abandoned properties, and then just walks in, like saunters in with a camera, completely trespassing, right? But that's his whole thing, is he's documenting these places before they collapse. Oh. you, it, I, I don't even know how to describe it, man, other than that this guy has balls of steel, man. He's in there completely alone. There's this one um, uh, that he made where he went in an abandoned meat packing factory. This sounds so depressing. Well, it's it's more terrifying than depressing. Ew. Okay, but I mean, he had he does have some cooler ones where he's going into some pretty beautiful old properties. But I only watch the terrifying ones. Basically. But he goes into abandoned malls. Yeah, so there are these malls, 
Um, and it's all, you know, broken glass everywhere and foliage coming in and, um, you know. So it totally those, looks like The Walking Dead. It's it like, is The Walking Dead, man. You walk that's in terrifying. There. Yeah, you should check it out, though. I mean, it's called This Is Dan Bell, and I've, I've been watching them. I, I got obsessed one night. Do you ever find stuff on YouTube that you just can't stop clicking? Like, yep, next one. Okay, I'll watch the next one. Okay, yeah. you know what? This is funny bringing this up because, okay. yes. Okay. You know what? But you know what? I've, I've learned something about fucking stupid YouTube. Okay. Is it kind of fucks you a bit. Why? Because, like, I'll be, I'll be surfing YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. I genuinely enjoy doing that. And sometimes I'll find myself like just so like just randomly coming across things. Okay. Like one of the big things lately that I'm really into is like, what's the most advanced stealth fighter? What's the most advanced jet fighter? Can Russia kill us? You know, is China gonna fuck us in the ass because we don't know what the fuck they have, and they might actually. But I find these videos sometimes in the screen, like the the screen caption, okay. caption I guess the caption mm-hmm. um, is like I, I found this one was like. You know, like the fabled Russian mega fortress, and it looks like one of the bosses in 1943. Like it was one of these, like yeah, yeah. one of these gigantic air, air fortresses, yeah. air like a- air trams, yeah. you know, like something yeah. ridiculous. I was like, holy shit! And it looks real. Yeah. So you think you click it, and you're like, oh, I want to fucking see this documentary about this fucking thing that I didn't even know existed until just now. Yeah. Amazing. And yeah. then it has nothing in the documentary about it. Like yeah. you, you like move ahead like you know you fast forward to yeah. you're not fast forward but you you know jump ahead it's looking cool. for the air fortress right there's no reference to it other than it total bullshit being yeah. on the, the the cover caption yeah. right but then i found another one where it was like future weapons but there was a show called future weapons oh i remember that yeah but they had these certain episodes of future weapons where my mind was just totally fucking blown. I'd never seen some of this shit before. And it's like, here is a grenade launcher that's like a 50 caliber rifle, like fully automatic grenade launcher. And I was like, what? And I'm watching it. And it's like, these army guys are like just blowing the fuck out of these bases and shit like that with this grenade machine gun. Or like, why a are you watching gun? this shit? Man. I don't know, but it's fascinating. And it's, it's like, oh my God, I didn't even know this shit existed. This is like, <laughs> what is the application for grenade machine gun? <laughs> it's incredible, you know. Or like, you know, like I. And then another time, I was like, "Hmm, how real is the Iron Man armor?" And I was like, "Real Iron Man armor." And you'd be surprised what you come across on YouTube. Yeah, like a lot of the exoskeletons that they're developing. Oh yeah, for... but I came across this one guy, Troy Hurtibuies. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's. Canadian. Did you make up that name? No. Are you sure that's I'm, how it's pronounced? I'm, I'm ninety percent sure it's Hurtibies. Okay. Troy Hurtibies, but he created the suit. You might have heard of this guy. It's a, it's like the anti-grizzly suit. It's a gigantic. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. the fucking Hulkbuster <laughs> to save. You know what I'm talking? I think we've talked for, about this before. For grizzlies, yeah. For grizzlies, yeah. yeah. But the worst, the the craziest <laughs> thing about it is this guy actually built a suit that's like no uh, no shit suit. Like it's like like a grizzly. Like could. he's gone into the forest and was like he's got he's like covered in like bear sperm looking for grizzlies, and then he comes across one. And it just beats the shit out of him in the suit. Is he but talking he, while this is happening? No, he's got a mic in the suit. He's like, oh, 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 fuck. He's like, <laughs> and he's, he's just getting mauled in this suit, but he's totally fine. <laughs> but it, w- it would have been more impressive if he was given like the play-by-play, you know? Yeah, as you no. can see, the bear. The, no. <laughs> no, but the worst part about this guy is yeah. he like, he's clearly crazy, okay? Yeah. But he like... What? Did he... Is there a story as to why he built this thing? He... I know. I don't know. I'm assuming, he just woke up one day and was like, I'm, I'm assuming he was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to get famous by building an anti-grizzly suit. Fuck those bears. You know, or, or he had a traumatic experience with a bear. Or somebody lost somebody to a bear. That, well, that's what I was wondering. 
Yeah, but the, the crazy no thing. No one will ever be mauled by a bear again. Is that, <laughs> you know? Maybe, but the crazy thing in this documentary that I watched about the grizzly man, the grizzly armor, mm -hmm. was that he claimed that a large portion uh, of the armor itself, like the plates in the armor and the suit, which it looked ridiculous, by the way, um, was made out of a special composite whose main ingredient, and I shit you not, no. was Diet Coke. <laughs> Diet Coke. I'm 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 not joking. I'm gonna head to Google so fast after this is done. I'm telling you, okay. do this, and All then right. the next podcast, yeah. you'll be like, "I'm Confirms. sorry, I doubted you." Okay, just trust me on this. So anyway, Diet Coke. Diet Coke is, is a part of the mixture to create the plates of armor for the anti grizzly suit. You know a lot about this. I I'm eating this shit up, man. I'm 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 like between Wikipedia and YouTube, I've become so knowledgeable on a variety of topics that no one gives a shit about. Literally, grizzly suit, anti grizzly suits. You know, I and, oh, but this is the most fucked up stuff. Let me tell you this as as okay. a part, as a parting comment before we wrap this okay. up. Okay, but the most amazing shit I came across on YouTube is the Boston Dynamics channel, which is like the company that Google bought. Okay, that are they're building robots. All right, but they're not just building fucking robots; they're building like semi-autonomous walking robots. They've got this one thing. It looks like out of Metal Gear Solid. It's like a mule. Yeah, yeah I've seen Have that thing. Seen I've seen that thing, yeah. This shit is it chilling. It runs. And, yeah. yeah it's, it is chilling. And, and, it is chilling. But yeah, but there's a, there's, a, there's a video they have where the, it's the Atlas robot, right? Yeah. And it's a fully humanoid robot, and mm -hmm. now it's off of a tether. So it's like this... It's got this humongous motor on the head of it, and it's like it's it's walking like a human being. So you're talking about the the Honda robot? Asimo? No, that, no, that's the Asimo. This yeah. is Boston Dynamics. This is the American company. So is it crazier than Asimo? It's way crazy, dude. You uh, you have to YouTube this stuff tonight. Okay. Boston Dynamics. But the worst part about it is they have this video where they make Atlas, the the Atlas robot, okay. and it's like got arms and legs. It's walking like a regular guy. It's amazing. It's really chilling. When was this shot? Do you know? Like just late last year. Because you, you and I have discussed this quite a bit. How yeah. how come, you know, in the span of 100 years, we went from like, did you go and pick up the wheat from the market today <laughs> to freaking stealth bombers, man? No. That, the stealth bomber thing, I was thinking about that the other day. Yeah. That was super fucked up. Yeah. Because it was like Top Gun, Goose and Maverick, F-14, Tomcat, the workhorse of the Air the Air Force. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, hey, everybody, we've got a black flying wing. <laughs> it's a completely invisible black <laughs> triangle. No lights, no nothing. Thin, so, thin as a pancake. But that's what I mean. What? Like, you got to wonder, like, what's been developed now that we have no clue. Uh, you no, know? the crazy. Remember the F-117 Nighthawk? Yes. That was the stealth fighter. They yes. retired that shit 10 years ago. I know. That's a thing of the past. I still look at that thing in a museum now. I'm like, oh, shit, that looks like it's from another planet. Yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. But just listen to me. Right. You got to fucking YouTube the Atlas robot. The reason why I'm saying this is because in the video, first of all, it's it's 25% creepy how crazy. What do they call that? The Uncanny Valley? The Uncanny Valley. What it's where mean? the more lifelike it becomes, the more. Uh, yeah, I, th I think that's what it's called. But that, that's this is what this is bordering on. Look, okay. this thing is walking like a man or like a person. But then the worst part about it yeah. is one of the engineers, like, gives this thing a kick like you wouldn't believe. Like, oh, and it recovers, right? But yeah, it. Re excuse me, it recovers. But he kicks the shit out of this thing. Mm -hmm. Like he gives this thing a fucking drop kick pretty mm -hmm. well. And I, I don't know why this happened to me, but I felt bad for the Atlas robot. What? I know. This is this this is fucked up, okay? 
this this the engineer, the guy who made the fight, one of the guys who made the robot was like, oh, we have to knock it, we have to kick it to see if it can recover from the from the. You felt empathy for the robot. I felt complete empathy for the robot. I actually stopped the video and was like, this is wrong. What this man is doing to the robot. Help me. They, like, was it doing that shit? No, it wasn't saying anything. <laughs> I just felt bad for the robot. I was like, okay. I was one percent afraid that this robot was going to remember that moment and be like, this motherfucker was bullying me, and. It was just weird, man. It, things have changed a lot. And yeah. I'm just telling you, check out this fucking video of the okay. Atlas robot. It'll All fucking right. bake your face. So when I get off of here, it's Grizzly Suits, Atlas robot. Yeah. What else? YouTube properly, YouTube, future weapons. Go and watch. What else do I have to do? Go and watch Civil War. Civil War on May 6th. Deadpool. Deadpool, you are way overdue. Batman v Superman. I would suggest checking it out. Okay, so it's not that. So you got a lot of homework to do here. Okay. Yeah. All right. So thanks for joining us, everybody. Thank you, everybody. And uh, have a good week. Chew.